This is the Blood Red podcast from the Liverpool Echo, giving you the inside track on all the big talking points from Anfield. Jürgen, uh, you told my colleague uh, earlier that uh, Mo is fit and available to play. Could you just clarify the likelihood that he will start? Oh, you want to have the starting lineup? Yes. <laughs> no, no, he's um, obviously uh, he trained yesterday, completely normal. Will train today, completely normal, as I would guess, and um, then he's available. What I make with the lineup? Then you have to wait until tomorrow. But it's the same with Robo. He trained. Yesterday as well, completely normal. So that's the same. The two guys, Millie and and Joel, uh, will not be available for tomorrow. Um, we have to 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 figure out exactly how long um, it will take. Um, but uh, tomorrow, there's there's not they don't play. Obviously, now um, a lot of teams have experienced their stadiums without any fans, but there isn't quite a stadium anywhere in the world that matches Anfield on a on a weekday night for atmosphere. Just how different do you think it's going to be? Very, very different. But I actually I only think about this when, when I get a, when I get asked about it because it's uh, we, we know it since we trained since four weeks or a bit more now. Um, we we were in the lockdown before for awful lot of time, so it means we, we we knew it. We knew it. It will not be there. So and I for my 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 rule for life is things I cannot change. I don't really think about. So and that's how it is. Um, yes, um, football is not the same without supporters. One hundred percent. Football would not be the game without supporters if they would have been never there. One hundred percent. But in this moment, it's only a period where we have to play without supporters. So we have to make um, the best of it. And um, the, the, the the derby is a, is a good example for that. It was maybe not the best football game you've ever saw, seen, but it's um, or you ever saw. But it's um, uh, it was from intensity point of view. From was the same like the other derbies were. So um, it was not. We didn't play like we played because there were no supporters or stuff like this yes that that's that's an effect as well so we took it like it is so we don't think about it anymore it will be the first game at Anfield but it's still a home game because we have our dressing room we have our, all our all our things around we know exactly where is what and stuff like this so that that feels already good when you walk in uh, in our uh, in the dog out or in the, in the dressing room area so it feels already good it's a home game and that's what we what we might want to to see on the pitch as well of course but in the end um, no crowd no atmosphere we have to take that but um, I, I like that part of the game uh, from from the from the derby now really because it it looked for me like a proper football game. There was nothing different, but of course it is completely different. Hi Jurgen, um, is it possible if you have missed it to describe how much you've missed Anfield? And given that it's Crystal Palace and they were the last team to win a Premier League match there, albeit fifty-five games ago now, can you remember how? that defeat left you feeling? No, but I know how defeats feel. Um, so that means um, it was for sure uh, not a good day. But I didn't think that this will be the start of a pretty long period where we will not lose uh, that night or that day. Um, but it's it's long ago. I, I, I don't remember it and I don't have to remember it to know that what we have, what we have to do tomorrow night. So um, it is a, a game against a very, very good side 
Uh, Roy is doing an incredible job there. So the organization of the team is is really, really, really highest level. Meanwhile, um, the team is physically strong. They have good individuals. It's a good setup. That all that all works pretty well. They have um, four games in a row, I think, without uh, without, concede, without conceding a goal. Um, so that's all very positive from their point of view. But we have our own targets, our own aims. We want to go with all we have, and we want to have a, we want to make a special game for us of this game. So that's. It's of course important who we play, but whoever we would play, it would be the same uh, with the specific information about the opponent. And in this case, it's Crystal Palace in a good moment. So that's all we, what we need to know. And from this point, we have to start our, our plan and what we want to do in this game. So um, the last game against Crystal Palace, or when we lost that game, I think the, the last game, was it the 4-3? was when we won at home for three, I'm, I'm not 100% sure, but that was pretty special then as well. <laughs> um, so we know, obviously... Um, they know how to take chances and we have to make sure that they will not have a lot or, in the best case, none. Yeah, without wanting to sound like the Grinch or the, the Bird of Doom, obviously Manchester City could still catch you mathematically. Have you ever considered that? Have you ever thought about the unthinkable? No. It's not about catching or whatever. I, I, never, I, I didn't finish that season before we started. So um, I said, okay, but it's now 22, 20, whatever um, um, number of points we have. Um, as an advantage, no. Um, the only thing what I, what I realized when I, when I watched the game last night is how is it possible that anybody is 20 points ahead of this team? That's pretty much unthinkable, actually. That's unthinkable. So we have, must have done obviously a couple of things really, really well and uh, and right uh, that we could have, but we can have the situation here. But um, no, I I don't think about um, City can catch us or whatever. I think about Crystal Palace. So, um, but how I said, it's whatever. If you are now a little bit, you are not with us. You make something bad of this. What I said, I make a big headline of it. City cannot catch up or whatever. That that's completely because that's not what I say. It's what I what I mean is I'm I'm really only concerned about what we are doing, and I'm only um, think about what we have to do in in the next game, and not what City is doing. I watch them because we play them tomorrow, no, on Thursday in a week, so in eight days, nine days, um, and that's why I watch them, and not for hoping that they lose or whatever. It was not never like this. Maybe I wanted them to lose last year against Leicester, but that didn't work really well, so um, that's why I stopped doing that. It was only one time, it didn't help, so I don't do that. I watch them, and I respect them a lot. I said that uh, plenty of times. Um, yes, they look like they will win all the uh, all the the, 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 the all the games they still have um, because they look really strong. But that's all. They were always strong. We are not so bad. Let's think about that. Jürgen, hi. There were, um, I think all of the coaches were concerned, weren't they, about the length of the layoff and then the limited amount of uh, build-up time. So, you know, how, how did you feel that the players physically coped with the first match back? And, and how are you thinking now in terms of how to manage the fitness with the programme ahead in the light of that? Yeah, that's a challenge, 100%. So uh, there were a couple of injuries, obviously, now um, in, uh, with other teams as well. Um, let's go through. James Miller felt his hamstrings. Don't think it's, 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 it's not, it is not too serious. So, um, and if you think about James Miller, trains 365 days a year. So he, he came back from lockdown and could play the next day. Um, so that has nothing to do with that. Joel Matev, I think Richardson, when he was in a challenge with Richardson or, or, or um, Calvert-Lewin, um, and stepped on his foot, 
which is uncomfortable, has nothing to do with that. So there will be injuries 100%. We all have to make sure that, um, that the boys are in the best possible shape. This now, playing on, on Sunday, Wednesday, that's always, it's always a challenge for football managers. It's like uh, these two days in between only. This is, is, is a real challenge. It's always like this. We have now Sunday, Wednesday, then Thursday next week, which is I would, would have preferred that it's different, but we, we, we cannot change that. We, we take what we get. After that, it will be really challenging, 100%, because after that, then I think I'm not 100% sure if all the fixtures are already out, but the next four games will be in kind of nine days or so that's that's a massive challenge or 10 days it's a real real tough one but it's for others seem the same and we have just to make sure that, that recovery and, and 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 treatment and stuff like this is on absolute is absolutely spot on that's what we have to do we have a lot of um tough periods in a year and i don't i don't know i i started sports science um but i don't know what is better to have nine weeks off train four weeks and play then or to play like 14 15 weeks and have then like we have always at christmas uh, around christmas have then like 10 day 10 games in i don't know um 30 days stuff like this so that's i don't know what is better so both is challenging 100 but that's the job and we have to make sure that we come through that as good as possible You've mentioned it already, but obviously, uh, I know you've got Crystal Palace tomorrow, but then it's, it's, it's Manchester City up next. With quirky footballing destiny, do you almost feel that the title will be decided in that City game? I don't know. I don't know. And I didn't think, I, I watched City last night because we played them, but that was it. Right? I don't now start analysing City, how they are in the moment, which is, will be difficult anyway. They made eight changes last night and we don't know which, which side they will play. But I have a specific way to play what, whoever is on the pitch, so um, we can prepare probably for that. Um, but it's not, I don't make analysis of City now. And so I didn't, don't think about City. I'm completely in the Crystal Palace game. So 100% and I don't know about destiny too much, honestly, and um, stuff like this. We have to play football games. And we love that, by the way. Um, and um, then we have to win. And if we win, nobody can do, every, all the other teams can do what they want. They will not, uh, they cannot catch us. That's, that's how it is. So we don't have to think too much about it. We just have to play football and that's what we try to do. The Blood Red Podcast from the Liverpool Echo. Jürgen, can I just ask you about substitutes and the way that your job has perhaps changed a little bit over the, the change in rules now? Obviously, you made all five substitutes against um, Everton at the weekend. How has that affected the way you're managing the games and, and how do you imagine it will affect the way you manage the games going forward? Oh, it will be massively important in this, how I said, in, this, in a streak with four, five, six games in a really short period of time. Um, it will be massively important because we have them to, to make subs in, in a specific moment. When you think about played now two games over 90 minutes and like in, in, in six days, three games or whatever, then you have to, you have to make substitutions or you have to change already before the game. Of course, that's how I said that sports science as well. You, you, we, we cannot just close our eyes and, and say the same lineup all the time. In this game, now, uh, in, uh, in, Specific, it was like we had we had to make two subs. Um, like two the two players were injured, and we had to, to to make substitutions. And the other three were then pretty much normal, but a little bit different. Maybe they would have been different if the other guys wouldn't have been um, injured. So that's clear. But it's uh, yeah, it's it's a how I said it's really necessary that we have that for this upcoming very very intense period with um, this uh, the last five six games in a really short period. Hi there, Jürgen. Uh, understandably, you spoke after the derby match about uh, lots of things that you liked, but, but uh, noticeably the rhythm was missing in your play uh, and that will come with time. Uh, very noticeable and I know it's different for goalkeepers, but, but Alisson, despite being a, 
a spectator for, for the most part made two incredible saves towards the end of the game and he, he really is a very special keeper what are the sort of qualities that makes him as good as he are as good as he is and in terms of liverpool now looking forward how impo- how important is he to liverpool's success in the, in future years do you think yeah, very important, obviously. Um, that's how it is. Um, the, having a good goalie is a um, good thing to have, I would say, if we have one. Um, and hopefully, long may it continue like this. That's um, that's my only worry in this case. Not, not that he will leave or whatever, but just we need to keep him fit as well. So, um, yeah, it's just uh, the, the combination, the skill set, um, plus his uh, mindset is a, is a really interesting combination. And... Um, He's calm, but lively. Um, really, from a um, physical point of view, on top of the game. Football understanding, top of the game. So that's all. How is that combination? Really, really interesting. And um, yeah, he seems to be in a good shape. How is that? Hopefully, it stays like this. It was now not even these saves were not the most difficult he ever made in his life, but they were vital, 100%. Um, but that's his job as well. So we should not make it bigger than it is. Um, he, he would not want that. Um, he knows that this is it's his job and um, and um, he did it. Yeah, and that's what he have to do until the rest of his career. I'm sure you and the players would love to get the, the, the title sewn up as soon as you possibly can, you know, get the victories that you need. Um, has there been a sense of you having to, 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 to sort of to tell the players, you know, maybe when you're going into matches, and I know you've only had one, but when you're in training sessions, that there's no need to go sort of hell for leather in matches, particularly that first game at Anfield to try and uh, and, and force this force the issue. I, I don't know. Honestly, in the end, when I when I thought about not this season in general, I thought um, it would be a cool thing to be champion, become champion with Liverpool one day. Um, when this will be, I. I had not a lot of influence, honestly. We tried to improve um, day by day, month by month, um, and year by year. Um, that worked somehow. Uh, now we are in the best possible situation to do it whenever it will happen this season. I'm not too much bothered about, to be honest. I, of course, I would like to, to do it as early as possible, but just because it would mean we would win the next two games. That's the only reason for it. Apart from that, from a historic point of view, looking back, um, I don't think a lot of people um, will think about when it happened in that season. Was it match day 32, 33, 34 or whatever? Um, that's not too important. So we don't see it like we don't see it like this. I don't see it like this. Um, I want to win the football game. It would be nice to be it that because we don't, we don't have to answer this the questions anymore without really thinking about it. But um, yeah. That's that's pretty much all. We are we are, we are fine, really fine with the situation. Um, the the first game that it's the derby uh, was was pretty special uh, because these games have a specific um, history. Not not from a from a supporters' point of view, like it's the most important game. So how it is? So both teams really try to nullify each other, stuff like this. And we are always a little bit on the top and and have more possession, stuff like this. But on the other side. Um, they they fight with all they have. Not that other teams wouldn't do that, but that's a little bit special. So it was for a start. It was you cannot choose when you want to play them, but the games are really intense from a from a, a psychological point of view. How they always are. So they are not normal games. And so that's now the game we got. 
um, and obviously um, in the same moment, and that's then the, 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 the other reason why you ask all a little bit like that, City is flying directly again. So um, in, in two games, um, I don't know, eight goals or so, which is, um, which is quite impressive, of course, but should not be a surprise for, for the people out there because it's just a quality side. And um, so from that point of view, how is that? We are fine with our start, not overly happy, but now we have the second game and it would be cool if we could, um, yeah, yeah, just play our game on, 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 on highest level and then it will be difficult. I said it will be difficult for us because Crystal Palace is quality, but we have to make it as difficult as possible for, for Crystal Palace as well. And that's uh, one of the main things we, we, we thought about. Hi, Jürgen. Hi. How much of an opportunity does this, the final eight matches of the season, offer the squad in terms of players maybe haven't received as many opportunities as they'd like to prove that you don't need to invest too much this summer? I don't need these games to know about my players, to be honest. I don't need these games for none of them. I see them every day in training. So, um, and we will not make any, whenever it will happen. Look, that's, you. hopefully you realise it as well. We, we, we play against Crystal Palace, but we talk about when we will be champion, or you ask me about, and then we talk about when will I use the, the players who didn't perform that long. How can we talk about that? It's, it's unbelievable. Maybe I understand the question because we... No, I don't understand it, but it's um, it's in fact, and um, we, we we really are in the situation. And I, my my players, I know everything about my players, and I don't need to see them in a specific game to 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 perform. And if they perform in that game, and then I say, okay, we plan with you for the future or not. Decisions about these kind of things um, are made in 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 like so many moments over a over a, a year or two or three when we work together. So. One game doesn't make a difference. In two or three games, will not make a massive difference um, to judge a player. It's just about um, our our ideas about our future, what is possible, what is not possible. But um, these are, are squad plannings or whatever. Um, any any plannings for the future and in the moment, in this moment here, um, I think only about tomorrow. Um, hi, Jürgen. Um, there's a meeting on Thursday with the safety advisory group uh, to discuss whether. Um, the City game against you will take place at the Etihad or not. I'm just wondering, considering how well Sunday passed off, what your thoughts would be on that? Honestly, if I look at my watch, I would prefer that it's at Manchester. Otherwise, it would be really difficult to organise it. Honestly, I don't know exactly how that will be, but it will not be in Liverpool. It means we have to go somewhere um, where we both need a hotel, probably, or not. We don't know how to organise it. That's a little bit of the issue, but apart from that, we play where people send us to, so um, that's uh, we cannot we have no influence on that. But I would prefer it's at Manchester, obviously. Uh, but I don't know. I don't know about uh, the process exactly. I wait until the final information um, it's confirmed at Manchester or not, and when if not, where it will be. But as I said it will be would be a challenge for both clubs now. And just to follow up on that, that, Sunday confirmed that there was there was fears beforehand or, or concerns raised that fans would turn up outside grounds, but. I think Sunday proved that that wasn't the, that wasn't going to be the case. Oh, I was. Oh, maybe I don't know ex enough about the history of English football so that I could be concerned about the, the 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 City game against us. I don't know exactly. I think this this the City Stadium is pretty well located to 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 close it down. If if somebody would be there, it would be not really close to the stadium. But I don't see that the people are the the whole period now where which we are in showed that uh, the massive majority of people really um, behave responsible. 
so and uh, and and serious and and take the situation like it is so our the discipline level is probably as high as never before and um so i i was not worried about that because i, I know football fans since i'm five years old and um, um how is that 98 of them are completely fine and have the same view on life like i have so means and love similar things than i do so in this moment in time um i was not worried about that but i don't maybe don't know enough about it and i hope we can do it there and sunday was a good example 100 you said after the everton match about um you know you know having he played well so can you expand on that a little bit and talk about what you actually liked from his performance and also what he needs to do more Oh, oh yes, we had a lot of we had a lot of good parts in the game. The, these the parts which were good in the game, people never never see when you don't win the game. That's pretty much like it is. Nobody's interested in a good counter press, a good pressing or a good counter pressing. Uh, if you don't win the game, then it's only part of oh my god, nobody shot a goal, stuff like this. I I, I know that um, since 20 years, but it still was good. So uh, organization was good, fitness level was good, um, a lot of things were good, and this game from our point of view would have needed a goal. Honestly, that's how it is, and then it's then things become easier uh, or are getting easier, and that's uh, that didn't happen that day, and so it was justified until the end. I'm 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 fine with that. I watched how it said I watched so many games in my life, and I saw so many games which were worse than that on on Sunday. But it's of course our our standards are really high, meanwhile, and our, our expectations are really high. So it was not that we left the pitch and thought, oh my god. What a great day that was! So we are pretty self-critical as well. So, but it's one game, so nothing else. And um, so a lot of things were good. And then I said it after the game directly: the the, the things we we need to improve is is a little bit of fluency in in a specific moment, overview in a specific moment, using the gaps we create in other moments, using the offers we make in other moments, or using the space we create with our offers. So that's football. Uh, that's football. Um, positioning was was good. Build up was exceptional. So um, how we stepped in in specific situations. So how's that? From a football coach point of view, you could see a lot of good things. From a football supporter point of view, maybe it was not the, the most exciting game in the world. But that's what we have to take now. Sorry, um, and we will try again, and we'll try for sure to do do better. And we have to do because um, Crystal Palace will ask for that. Thank you. You've been listening to the Blood Red podcast from the Liverpool Echo.